Hi, I'm Julie Mackin, and this is The 5-Minute Advocate. And actually, it's the last episode from me until 2023, which of course got me thinking about year in review. Don't you hate it? But it's kind of a good time to do it. Looking back over 2022, it's been a really amazing year. We've had a lot of challenges, but also some really good news. And the challenges... Well, they continue to be um, the increasingly destabilised climate for us and the rest of the creatures on this very glorious planet. They continue to be floods, fires, wild storms that are pounding nations like Pakistan into the ground, like the heatwave that hit France during their summer that killed many thousands of people and reminded us that heatwaves are the most lethal weather event in the world. Um, brief plug for sweltering cities. That's why we are pushing to name heat waves by name in the same way we do um, hurricanes and the like, so that they have a discrete identity, a beginning, middle and end, and cue in some action, because we are going to really need action to prevent loss of life. The war in Yemen dragged on, even as the world's attention and media resources wandered off in search of more relevant conflicts, like Russia's active aggression against the Ukraine. And the Taliban continued to make life impossible for women and girls and the Hazaran people more generally. Again, as the world looked elsewhere, we really are kind of a five-second attention, aren't we? Closer to home, we found out... uh, We saw the back of the worst government in Australia's history and then we found out why it was the worst government in Australia's history when we discovered that Scott Morrison, the most unpopular Prime Minister in Australia's history, had actually given himself the Minister for Everything. So that wasn't a very good outcome but did explain a lot. Despite having the lowest primary vote in the federal election, the Albanese government won the election and immediately set about fulfilling their election promises as a substantial down payment of restoring trust in the political system and they should be seriously marked up for that. So in seven months, we're having a national discussion about how best to bring a voice to parliament. We've seen the government support an increase in wages for the lowest paid and make substantial changes to restore the integrity of a bargaining system that may yet produce higher wages for the people that desperately need it. And yes, at a time when corporate profits are off the charts, most people, apart from the corporations themselves, have really welcomed this. And then last week we saw Tanya Plebisek begin the work of uh, protecting our species, creating landscape resilience, and on top of that we've got a carbon emissions target. So, and this week we've got the Foreign Minister touring the Pacific to reinvigorate Australia's relationship with the region. So we are getting things done and they are all the things that he took to the election. So that's really excellent. There are... um, Two things that are really causing me concern, though. The first is the very unfulfilled election promise to convert temporary protection visas into permanent visas for refugees. This is, of course, how every other country on earth cares for refugees, and Australia has been completely aberrant in the development of this kind of dog's body visa um, all which is designed to prevent permanent protection for people who need permanent protection. So, you know, switching back to permanent protection, small part of normalising our relationship in this area. But none of that has happened yet. 
And the rumour is that when it does, it'll be on the quiet. So the, you know, bother boys at News Limited don't try and get the dogs of war, war howling for blood. <sighs> Seriously. I understand this, but for the record, it is no way of going about normalising our attitude to international relations. And if we want to kind of give a more inclusive, um, balanced Australia a social licence by getting rid of these kind of really bizarre uh, immigration policies we have, you don't change a social licence by these very secretive sideways shifts. You change social licence by having a very public conversation about it. And the other thing I find really alarming is this jailing of protesters for up to 18 months. The rest of the world is looking on, as Australia does this, going, what the hell has happened to Australia? I'm asking the same thing and I'm sure a lot of you ha are as well. We really need to fight for the things that make our community better. And the people that are, you know, kind of barking for blood of these young activists are the same people who love having holiday pay, who love having a 35-hour week, who keep saying they believe in equal pay. These are all things people broke the law in order to get. Um, so history will not look back on this um, draconian violent response happily. You know me. I hope all of you have a peaceful and restful holiday season. Um, these things are great, but let's not kid ourselves that we don't all have a lot to do in 2023. So it'd be great to hear from you then.